0: Welcome back everybody to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin and Aisha Shelton, and we are happy to be here today. We are. We barely made it. Did we? Yeah, because we were tired as hell. And oh, it's yeah, like that's true. if you yawn on this podcast episode, I'm oh, gonna Oh no, piss. that's true.
1: But we took energy drinks. We did. And that was great. They actually taste really
0: good. It was good. You know what? We should probably put some energy drinks in the office for those times. Okay. Yeah, that right? works. I think I will order some. Um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, we're here. Kevin will not yawn a single time. This I will not yawn a single time. He is excited about today's topic. I am. Um, and so we got some, I guess it's not tea, it's like full on.
1: We got big news.
0: Public knowledge. <sighs> you don't got to do all of that.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs>
0: Uh, Everybody is getting a divorce. Everybody gets a divorce. (laughs) Everybody is getting a divorce. Um, So this week in pop culture.
1: It's been a lot of divorce.
0: It's been lots of divorces. And so who is it? Tom Brady and And, uh, whoever his wife is. And Giselle. Okay.
1: Giselle. And the board says Giselle.
0: Tom Brady and his wife. We don't know his name. Uh Tia Maori and Corey. Yep. And... uh, Miguel and whatever his his wife is, his wife. Okay, Um, this isn't new, new, but uh, Neo, right? Yeah, no, that's true. Neo, Neo, and his wife, Crystal Smith. Is that Neo's wife' name? Uh huh. Okay, Giselle,
1: Giselle, the Neo and
0: Crystal, Giselle and Tom. Bunch of celebrities. Who else?
1: Uh, married. Uh, married at first sight. I married at one of those shows. Okay. That couple is good.
0: Okay, over. cool. This must have been on the shade room, like a slide of all the people that was Yeah, yeah, It was something like that.
1: Um I think I saw it on Google, oh, like but, on the page. And
0: Nia Long, she wasn't married yet.
1: Oh, but they broke and up.
0: Nia Long Well, okay, let's not say they're getting a divorce. They but might stay he together. Cheated. He ain't shit, but they might stay together. Don't curse. He is not a great guy because he was cheating on his wife, but they might stay together. And no shade to the couples that do that. Like, no, I mean, it is what whatever it is. works for you. And I'm certainly not saying like, I'm. yeah, that's that's a whole different subject. So everybody getting a divorce. Everybody is getting a divorce.
1: So if you clicked on this and you see the thumbnail, we getting a divorce. <laughs> we ain't actually getting a divorce. The record but everybody play. else is getting a divorce. Not today. And we're going to talk about it.
0: Not today. We're not getting a divorce today.
1: Nah, we ain't never getting a divorce. Okay. We ain't got no prenup.
0: <laughs> there can't be a prenup because we made all our money together.
1: That is true. Okay. No, it's funny. So Tia Mari and her husband, I don't know if you saw the divorce papers or whatever, but she cited in the divorce papers, uh, neither you can't put spousal support because we got a prenup.
0: Yeah. And she made her money before they got together. Mm-hmm. That's not your money. And the
1: same thing with Giselle and them. Giselle got plenty of money.
0: But OK, so I've been hearing that, right? Giselle has plenty of money. where she get all her money from?
1: She's a model. She's a supermodel. Super, supermodel. Oh. Super, super like she makes 20 million dollars a year modeling and she don't do print and don't do runaway modeling.
0: What kind of model is she a hand model? No,
1: she's been a model for so long. It's all of her old stuff that she did that pays her that much money. It's like Mariah Carey's song that comes on every Christmas. Yeah, you just yeah, get paid yeah. from old stuff. Okay,
0: okay. Um so okay, so Tom Brady and Giselle, that's like a thing. And everybody, first of all, let we're, me see the network podcasters. We're podcasters, and so we have to talk about this kind of stuff because this is like yep. stuff that people are talking about. But I don't care about anybody else's marriage. Oh, here we I go. Don't. So
1: Tom Brady's worth two hundred fifty million. Giselle is worth four. Two hundred fifty.
0: She's worth four. What?
1: Hundred million dollars.
0: Okay, that's you got to say all the numbers. All right, that all matters because the- she could be worth four million. Yeah.
1: So that's why those memes came out, like Tom Tom Brady and his divorce lawyer asking for spouse support. Cause she got more money than him.
0: Well, everybody is so hurt behind. I know for me on my timeline, everybody was hurt behind Tia and Corey, and I'm just like, okay, like,
1: oh, you ain't hurt behind it. I
0: don't know these people. That's I true. I don't That's care what's point. happening in these people's household. Um, but I mean, I don't like divorce. Like, I'm, I'm no for sure. I don't like anybody that has to go through a divorce. But there was also this now. Let me be clear. I don't know what Mercury retrograde means, but I've seen people say like Mercury isn't retrograde. That's why all these people say it all have. the time. <laughs> so I mean, as far as us specifically, mm-hmm. spousal support.
1: Huh? No, nah, I mean we own everything we'll just outright. Split everything. That's it. Yeah. Now you know the funny thing is, it's so hard, and we so we had dinner with a friend of mine who was telling us about dating now, whatever. He was making us laugh with his crazy internet stories. Dating is trash right now. I would want to date.
0: I mean, it's definitely more challenging than it was when we got together, for sure. So it's easier
1: to just stay in your relationship than it is to be out here. And I mean, if you never want to get married again or whatever, all right, cool. But even, oh, here's another. um, Mackenzie Bezos is getting a divorce. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. So her and Jeff Bezos broke up. She got remarried to an English teacher. 18 months later, getting a divorce.
0: An English teacher? Like a regular guy. That sounds like an imbalance.
1: I mean, she's $500 billion. In,
0: and what kind of English uh,
1: teacher? Not $500 billion. It doesn't like matter five billion English dollars.
0: Teacher. he English teacher. He came up today. The money yoke ain't equal, if, if nothing else. Now, they may be equally yoked, spiritually, <laughs> spiritually. <laughs> perhaps sexually um but that big that big money gap I could see that being a problem,
1: yeah I mean I you know the thing about it is is this and you know we can really break down divorce and really talk about the things that go into that, but at the end of the day the grass is green where you water it mm-hmm. and it takes work either way right so A lot of the the causes of these divorces are people just opting out, right? Like if you look at no, I'm saying whatever happened. Okay, you're opting out. You're saying I'd rather do whatever versus work on this, right? And if you look at like let's take a Tom Brady and and Giselle for instance, he'd been playing for forever, and then he retired, went back, and you know that's why everybody's saying that caused. A lot of the strife in a marriage that led or is leading to the divorce. But the reality of the situation is, well, you done spent 10 years not really working, you know. So the second you get back home and now you've retired, you you won, you finished, you did everything, you're a different person now. And time happens. Time comes in between everybody.
0: Well, and two, she probably was like, okay, well... I imagine they had conversations like, okay, after I do this, this, and this, then I'm going to settle down, and then he didn't. And you're right, there is that space in between them that creates two different things, two different people. I remember I had a colleague of mine, we sat on a board, and he was a pretty well-to-do man and had a beautiful wife and sons, and they... I mean, he was always out with us. We were single and not out at the club, but he spent a lot of time with us after a board meeting. We would go to happy hour. We do all kinds of stuff and not all kinds of stuff. I shouldn't say it like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway,
1: I appreciate you correcting. I know I'm
0: like, wait a minute. Um, No, but I'm just saying like he hung out. And when their boys went off to college, they just had nothing in common. Yeah, you um, looked
1: at each other like who is this Yeah,
0: part? what they had holding them together were, were the boys, the boys basketball schedule, the boys like lives is what held their marriage together and then when the boys left it was like, okay, now. There was what one do of the
1: do? There was one of the books that we read and I forget if it was his needs her needs or something like that, but it it put exactly what you're saying into a parable. It was like when everybody leaves, all you have left is the time, all you have left is the memories, right? And that's what you're holding on to. So it's not who you're standing across from. It's who they were 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And the problem with that is you're different people. You become different people. So if you don't stay closely connected, if you don't stay tethered, you separate, you know what I mean? Um, And even if you look at you know, and celebrities hard because of the fame and whatever and people travel or whatever. But what happens a lot of times is people start living different lives. They're different people. You know what I mean? That was one of the things that uh Neo's wife cited was he had this whole secret life
0: mm.
1: where he did whatever and had babies just, and whatever.
0: That's what happens when you <laughs> when you are of, on the le- less attractive spectrum, and you have money and oh, so you saying Neo is ugly? <laughs> he's not. He's not a very handsome man. Oh, damn. And so when you have like when you're, I imagine he when you're popping. Yeah, he's like popping, right? And
1: so back then they ain't want you. Now they hot you. Oh, not,
0: yeah. So it's hard to control that. It's kind of like that John Gray situation, you know? Paul John Gray. You no, know what because,
1: happened to John Gray?
0: Know John Gray always cheating on Aventur? That's his wife's name. Oh,
1: okay. Cause I'm like. Okay.
0: Yeah, always cheating. On, I mean like back to back to back. And it's so public and just, just disturbing. Oh, and he comes out and he apologizes publicly. So you get caught, you publicly apologize, and you just keep doing the same thing. And it's just like, this man has a gaping ugly hole. I mean, physically and you know.
1: All right. We're gonna we're gonna leave it's the speculation ugly. of attraction to all the i'll say this you can't judge folks right we don't know reasons we don't know whatever i know what works for me in my marriage and that's all that i can attest to at the end of the day everybody's accountable to their own partner and relationship or whatever but the the sad part about it is there's so many people caught in the collateral damage whether it's their children or their extended yeah, families, that's true. some of these relationships have been 10 plus years, 15 plus years. That's so, true. you know, the saddest part about it is you in the paper, you are breaking up. Your kids got to go to the school and deal with watching, that. That's a lot. YouTube man. all
0: day about.
1: Yeah, and that's <laughs> trash. So, you know, that sucks. it's a sad part about it. And at the end of the day, these are real people. And, you know, there is life past divorce. I'm, I'm divorced. You know what I mean? I'm, Divorced and then the sun was brighter, the, the sky opened up and God gave me you. And I'm so thankful for that. So we don't know what
0: good things could come out of this. That's true. And I feel like everything happens the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. But also they're cautionary tales too, right? So the one thing that I've always been very clear about in my relationships was that if you are not working for this relationship, then just so we clear, like, we I'm not working. So I just like, so we just don't give a, we don't care? Okay, like I'm gonna make sure that I don't care either because the hardest thing to do is try to make a relationship work and do make all of these sacrifices or try to make changes when the other person on the other side of the table is not. And so while I'm not a proponent of divorce at all, I also recognize that like, if you're the only one fighting for your relationship, like give it up sis or bro or whoever you are, like give it up. But if you have two people that are trying to figure it out, um, and not everything works, and if it doesn't work, then it just doesn't work. But at least you need two people at the table. I feel like trying to make it work.
1: And the reality of the situation is dynamics are at play. You know what I mean? Like as you become different people, you want different things. You have different goals. So let's say if you take a ten-year marriage, and you out here striving, you out here getting it, you making sure you know your you know, working in your industry or whatever, you're building up your career and then you go into happy hours, you're doing all these other things. Your life is changing and your partner's life may not be changing. Yeah. And if y'all not lock and step, then what it becomes, there's jealousy that becomes there's um a lot of times their envy, right? Like and I'm talking about person to person envy, like you're doing better than me and we're in the same relationship. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, that kind of sneaking self-doubt and and low self-esteem that comes from one partner when one partner's rising to the other. So all of that stuff weighs down on a marriage. And then you got the work of the actual life, right? Like who's taking care of the kids? Who's taking care of the house? Who's making sure the mortgage is paid? And it's real hard with somebody who's a celebrity and somebody who's not or even two people who are celebrities because there's so many different demands on what life looks like. So, you know, marriage in itself is already hard. Once you add all that other stuff on top of it, it gets extra hard. Yeah. And it's like, damn, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't.
0: That's true. We've had, so people always say when they know what we do, like, oh, you're a builder, y'all do real estate, y'all should have a show. And we're like, Nah. No. Like, this is the extent. Now, if you ever see
1: us on a show, though, don't judge.
0: Okay, I'm just saying, at this point in our lives, the answer is, eh. And they come so with that
1: right check. I don't know.
0: Even, ugh, I don't know about that. Even when we've been approached and, like, shopped, we're like, nah because what's the motto we'd rather be popping in real life than
1: popping on TV than
0: popping on TV and you just bring so what what you bring is the core to public opinion into your your business your relationship your marriage and now everybody's having conversations about yeah because when Kevin said this is that like we are right
1: now about these people
0: exactly like Mm -hmm. who wants to live like that I'm good I don't want to live like that. And you're right. That's not to say that we may never be on TV. Um, but I would need to have a significant amount of control to give it up. Because when I think about celebrity, I feel like every single celebrity gets to a point where privacy becomes a luxury. Yeah. You know? Um, and some of some people have done it right. The Carters have clearly done it right. Mm-hmm. Now, they've had a few little leaks and exposures mm-hmm. and drama. They had their moments. But I'm sure there's so many other moments in between all of the years that they've been together, that's been just their business. You know what I'm saying? Um, And specifically from a reality TV standpoint, y'all really don't have much private moments. I just feel like they don't have very many private moments or very much control over how those are exposed. No, that makes sense. I
1: mean, you think about people having a baby and they want thousands of dollars for pictures of your baby or whatever, right? Like, those are real intimate moments a lot of times. So... um, that's hard. And those are some of the reasons why I wouldn't want to do a show. But like we said, we always want to have a great marriage and not necessarily a, what it looks like a great marriage on TV. Yeah. So if you were to give some advice to couples who are maybe trying to figure it out, not that we have anything perfect and not that we've been married forever, but just from you know the time that we've been together and what's worked for us, What advice would you give to some of those other couples that are either in the midst of trying to figure it out, haven't gotten it all together yet, but trying to get on that path to have a, you know, a more succinct
0: marriage? I would say, you know, be intentional about your relationship. Right. So we get in the thick of life. And we're paying bills and we're going to work and we're taking kids to practice and all of this very much life stuff i think it's important that you that you get together as a couple intentionally building your intimacy for us because we're marriage and real estate building our business like that's a form of intimacy for us as well Mm -hmm. planning and building and that kind of thing so i think that's important i think making sure that nobody is above your spouse right like your best friend, your homegirl, your homeboy, like if at any point there's there's this relationship that is paramount to the person that you chose to be with, that's just that I think that's dangerous. It's
1: a violation. It is,
0: whether it's a whether it's a woman or a man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I remember I had friends that were like, I can't believe you put this guy over us. And I'm like, uh, okay, this this my this supposed to be my husband.
1: You know, that was a big thing for That's us when we thing. dated because you coming from a group of single women or whatever, you you chose me real quick. Like you were like, I did. This gonna be my husband. Sorry. And I know that it was a point of contention.
0: It was. It was. And then as some of those women got married, they got it. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I really just don't care. I'm like, you'll get it one day. <laughs> and then boy, they got it. Yeah. And then boy, they got it. Right. So I think not putting anybody above that because, you know, there's danger that lurks in there too. Um, the secrets that we have are truly our secrets. For sure. And then also with the kids, like you need to be raising them to go out and be on their own and nurture your relationship with your spouse. And I think we talked about that before, because at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be you and I.
1: I think that's one of the biggest lessons that you taught me when we dated was it's you and then your kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think for a long time, especially after my first divorce, I was like, oh, i um, it's going to be me and my daughter, or whatever. And you came along, you're like, no, nah, you know, this girl going to grow up and go do her own thing and, and not care about you, and look right? at
0: her now at 14 years old and she don't not care about to spend this. a lick time Mm-mm. with you. Now, before it was daddy, daddy, daddy. It was now, daddy. It's like, daddy. now it's like,
1: hey, man, uh, <laughs> I don't want you coming to my business class to talk. That's
0: embarrassing. I don't want you to come to my volleyball game. No,
1: know. so, you know, I'm thankful for that lesson because it gave me a life and it gave me freedom to live a life with my partner, which is you. You know what I mean? Um, That's something that I've learned to cherish as a safe space for me just in my life and also reinforce, right? Like water that grass on our relationship to go, all right, I got to walk through the rest of my life with this lady. When everybody else leaves, we the last two people cleaning up. And our life is very much that. You know, we have conversations all the time. And this will be my, my points to give to that couple is, the buck stops with us. At the end of the day, and I tell you this all the time, it's just me and you. If everybody else goes away, we got each other's back. So have each other's back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have it be where the one person you can count on is your spouse. When everybody else drops out, when there's nobody left in your corner, your spouse is in your corner. Um, and also protect your marriage from this is gonna sound bad. Protect your marriage from your family. Mm, yeah. So People fight. People have issues. You're going to have an argument from one day or whatever. Don't bring that out to your mama and your sister and mm-hmm. your, your brother and whatever. Because as you get over it, they, they're they not going to.
0: I'm going to forgive you and they
1: not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, think <laughs> yeah. about the long-term aspects of your relationship to go, okay, if I know I'm going to be here, mm-hmm. maybe this one little fight I don't need to tell Kiki about because Kiki going, you know, Hit him over the head or whatever, or hit her over the head, and it's just not, it's not worth it.
0: Kiki it's, though. So stereotypical.
1: Kiki, <laughs> you love me, that's where it came from. Okay. You know, I know. Anyway, so that's <laughs> my point. My my last and final point would be work on yourself. Mm, yeah. Because in addition to you being a partner, you're also an individual. And if you're not growing, you will find yourself jealous of your spouse. And that's easy to do mm-hmm. because if one person is growing and you don't feel like you're moving forward in your life, man, that it hurts your feelings. It's mm-hmm. like this person, you know, is better than me or beating me or whatever. When the reality of the situation is her wins are your wins and your wins are her wins. But if you don't feel like you win in life at all, it's real hard to see that win.
0: But that's why check-ins are so important too, mm-hmm. right? Because if I'm feeling that way and if I'm just out here grinding and you feel some kind of way about it, then a check-in would have easily checked me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, okay, well, what what does this need to look like for, for us to get back on kilter? What does this need to look like for you to feel better instead of this big gaping hole of, you know, jealousy or resentment or whatever? So, I mean, I don't know. I think that let all of these divorces serve as a cautionary tale of, you know, marriage is fragile and you work as hard as as hard as you work on your job and as hard as you're working on real estate and to get these investment properties and all of these goals that you guys have. Put that same amount of effort into your marriage as well. Find yourself around like-minded, marriage-minded people who are happy. We say this all the time. It matters just because you're married. You're hanging out with married folks.
1: Don't mean you're happy. Needs you
0: need to be ha- hanging out with happily married people. Yeah. It's important. Or you will not be. Unha- you
1: if you hang around four you unhappy people, you are gonna, gonna be the fifth. fifth.
0: Definitely gonna be the fifth. So you know, find yourself in 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 happily married circles.
1: Like that bad marriage for life <laughs> crap. For life. I don't no bad marriage.
0: I think if they could take that back, they totally would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, everybody getting a divorce, but we're not.
1: No, we're not.
0: Uh, this has been the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast.
1: We out.